Hello everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Prime Time here, here with the latest news around animation and pop culture. Hopefully everyone's having a wonderful day no matter where around the world. I want to give you guys a podcast update at the end of the today's episode, so stay tuned for that update. It's going to be really important when it fixes the scheduling of the podcast. So, let's get started with the daily news. Our first latest news comes from theweird.com that Bob Iger is back and, the, and Disney's probably better for it. Yes, earlier this week in the movie that's been criticized as an implausible screenplay, Bob Iger, the former CEO of Walt Disney Corporation, has claimed his throne as CEO once again. You might be asking yourself, wait, wasn't Bob Iger Disney's last CEO? And it's true. And he took the crown from the other previous CEO, Bob Chapek, aka his replacement. His hand-picked successor from Disney's board pretty much just fired. Well, not really, but he's still there in the company. Chapek is ousted. Comes after nearly a year of that great Bob moves. Further, further the company provide avoid to streaming which netted the company lots of subscribers and helped it keep it up with the industry but also led to the disappearance of millions of dollars in peak losses there was also the company's fumbled response to the florida's don't the don't say gay bill and what's now seemed to be like months of the weakening uh, weakening wall street confidence Bringing back Iger, a head honcho respected by investors and, crea- and creative signals, a bold move. One of the early sent analysis chirp- chirping about the mouse houses rebond. The real impact of Iger's return, which is already underway, will be the direction he changed Disney's IP, which has felt a little afloat lately. Through it, this is on JPEG's Disney makes Blockbuster and Block and Blockbuster wasn't a too high demand during his during much of his much of his um, hierarchy, which began on early 2020. Iger, you remember that was the mastermind behind Disney's purchase of Marvel back in 2009. Lucasfilm purchased of Lucasfilms on 2012, and recently the um, purchase of. 21st Century Fox during 2019. The biggest jewels of the Disney crown or the Infinity Stones of whatsoever. In respect, Iger has always been a, some sort of a tough, tough but fair, but fair father. He is doubtedly a champion who those two franchises, or three, both of them, which are now past their 10-year anniversaries with the company. But he has also known. When the pump the brakes, he was ag- aggressive buying the 21st Century Fox, thus returning the likes of the X-Men to the Marvel home, but also pulled back when it seems like the Lucasfilms was flooded with filled with flooded the field with too much Star Wars movies. I think I agree with that. This reporting that he considered any other candidates before offering the resigns back to Iger. If there is a misstep here, that could be that could be it. Iger is definitely one of the one who can straighten up the, the mouse house for now, but eventually, but eventually, 
it'll need to be rebuilt and the, and the hierarchy for that is still out there. Now, apparently a lot of people from the animation community are really excited for this news because um, apparently Bob Iger, um, he was very, very exceptional when it comes to like accepting new ideas than Bob Chapin. One of them brought in the example of the Owl House, which it was greenlit by Bob Iger, but not personally, but like he, well, Potentially, he allowed to have the um, creative freedom to have that show to be, you know, made. And ever since he got out with Bob Chapek, apparently it leads to the creator, Dana Terrace, hearing the news that their, her own show is being, like, cut off from two seasons and, like, a third season being, like, a few, few specials because it, quote-unquote, didn't follow the Disney brand, which I'm still... Mind-boggling to this day, what does that even mean? What 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 brand are you trying to do? Not only that, Bob Chapek did like a bit of a big blunder when it comes to animation because he mentioned a few weeks ago that animation is not for adults, which kind of you don't want to see that when it comes to Disney because Disney is the main competitor of animation. They started off a big business because of that. And I think it kind of lets your fans and other people down when it comes to Disney too. But I think it's a good thing that <clears throat> Bob Iger's here to kind of fix the situation that Bob Chapek did, especially with what happens back at Florida in February where the Don't Say Gay Bill started happening where if I remember how it goes, I think it was because the, the company was secretly putting funds to, to the bill and Bob Chapek didn't say anything about it. And then they saw the uh, Disney employees with a different political spectrum got angry on them. And he kind of, and then what happened was that was that Bob Chapek kind of retracted it, saying, oh, we, we don't support this, we were against this bill. And it kind of makes the other people who have different political opinions kind of go against them. Basically, what he did was the both the left and the right side of the, politi of the political field go up against Chepe because of this big blunder. Not to mention that he was thinking he would have people working in the Disney studio in Burbank to come live in Florida, which a lot of people did not agree with that situation because of the whole Dorsey Kipo situation which apparently the governor of California actually responded to that suggesting that they should just stay here instead and should move somewhere else which is all, it's all on its own but aside from that um, JPEG did an okay stuff for the company I think the one thing is I don't even like aside from that was uh, the, the spike of high prices in Disney World versus the pandemic and having annual passes or key passes where you call them just into the park and it was really expensive over there. I think one of my teachers says that he went to Disney recently and a lot of the amusement parks look for the attractions look like dusty and a bit of a dirty 
So something's happening over there. So JP, you might want to do some little bit of spring cleaning over those amusement parks. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're thinking, but you might as well tidy up the place. That's what you before. You guys have been, they've been losing a lot of stocks since JP got um got in charge of Disney, and this doesn't seem like a much of a confident man, so to speak, when it comes to in charge of a big corporation such as this. So um, I think I also heard um, Disney being sued by some company. I don't know. I heard she was being sued because they're raising the, they're raising the price for Hulu since they're in charge of the Hulu streaming service. And that's a big blunder because I have Hulu. I have the Disney Plus bundle. I like it. I just don't want to make the price of the bundle really spiked up, honestly. I watch that stuff over there. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, JPEG is going to do something. I think I heard he's in charge immediately. So, yeah, right now he's currently in charge of the brand of Iger. So, I think I heard he's only going to have like two days. I mean, two days. Two years under his... Um, under his uh, his own administration or whatever, so he's in charge for only two years until he has to teach JPEG how to run a company smoothly, not to piss people off because he did a terrible job, honestly, just like that. And he did a like, okay good job, but most of all he just threw Disney stock to the ground. And he might need to this guy. Now, our next story for today comes from, apparently, it came from Twitter.com, that apparently the Cuphead show has finally ended with its third and final season. However, many people, many of the fans complained that, that the show, the show left on a some type of cliffhanger, and other people from the studios who worked on the Cuphead show have released many, have many footages and other, and other uh, plans for upcoming episodes. Yes, the company was meant to be, was meant to have like more and more episodes, but Netflix decides to say that they were not enough time and not enough budget to make more episodes. The company show, spoiler alert, by the way, if you guys haven't heard the scene in the company show, so it left on a cliffhanger. Which kind of gives it a nod to the game, so to speak. But that's all I could give you since if you guys haven't watched it, then you go ahead and watch it. And aside from that, ever since that, a lot of fans went to Twitter and they put it on the, um, the hashtag the Cuphead Show because they felt as if there is a lot more potential within the show and a lot more ideas with the episode from the people who made it. And honestly, honestly, um, I mean, the show is pretty good, honestly, and um, I really, really, really want to see the show to be great. Like, it just is just like harmless slapstick humor on nothing too serious or anything else and it kind of and i seen i think this last season 
kind of had like a sense of a little nature arc at the end. It kind of ties the episodes all together. And I think it's pretty subtle. Kind of like that, honestly. So, to finish the show, I think the last season that I watched here had like a few episodes that are a bit short. So, I'm going to do like Aside from that, um, I, be- I, I believe Netflix should have just renewed the show for at least a fourth season. I kind of like this trend in general where I see where a lot of animated um, series are getting only three three seasons and that's it. I don't, it. For me, it doesn't seem right. I believe four seasons is a perfect fitting to end the series, honestly. And having it just end three seems like a bit too early, but it also depends on the story um, of the show you want to present it. So, yeah, that's that's the thing, honestly. And there's been also a clip where someone in the studio was recording the whole process of people pitching the pitching an episode of the cup of a cuphead episode. I don't know which one was it, but. It's amazing how these people were able to make this show and present it each episode to the staff and the boards. And it's just amazing how this process goes and a lot of people put hard time and effort to make this series based on the video game. Even the creators who, who made the Cuphead video game were also like the producers of the series as well. So they, it's been confirmed already that it's, it's his own universe and it's not kind of it's not really um a um connection with the game so to speak and not to, also not that's just that but there's also a, people complain there's a lot of bosses that hasn't been featured because of the cuphead show like they mostly use reused bosses from previous seasons and just make it fit but no but the, there's a lot more bosses you feature i know there's a few ones that are not gonna make it with the Cuphead show, like, there's a few ones that are, have like cigars, bottles of beer, alcohol, and all the casino stuff. I know there's a, I know that one doesn't gonna make it to the show, is it kid friendly? But there still is a lot of bosses to be featured over there. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess just redo it one more time. Even if you, even if Netflix re- renew the Cuphead show, is it gonna take a while for the um, animators and the people who made each episode oh, quite a while to make them and be finished? Like it's gonna take like a year or two to finish like a season for the Cuphead show, or maybe a bit longer. I mean, it'll take time. It'll take time for that stuff to happen, but. Overall, um, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree that the um, should have made a third season for the Cuphead show, honestly, and I believe they, they have the right to at least just make more episodes because it has a lot of potential, again, a lot of potential to make more episodes and really feature a lot of bosses, so to speak, and um, especially with the new DLC, which they got a lot more bosses and a lot more people to just you know, feature in the show. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad this, and I feel like I was in a, a show hold, like it, when your series ended and you have nothing else to do. And um, it's really sad, but 
who knows who would see will Netflix ever listens or will they not it's been a couple of days but we just have to see if they get any response from Netflix so yeah we just have to we need to see what's going to happen so far so thank you the directors the animators the story artists the voice actors anyone who's in the Cuphead show who made the show great thank you for everything it's been a great adaptation for the, from a video game who's based off of the 1930s Fletcher style cartoons it's been a great time to see the show honestly it's, it's been a great now our last story for today comes from NintendoLife.com that many frustrated Pokemon Scarlet and Violet fans have are reportedly getting refunds. Some cheaters are fed up with performances of the issues of the game. The ninth gen of generation of the Pokemon game, Scarlet and Violet, has have been out for a week and they take the series in a bold new direction with open world design but also suffer from the series performances issues and glitches. It seems that some trainers, all of this, including the Game Freak's Freak Silence, has become too much. Many now requested refunds include, according to the story from VGC, players are having mixed results and requesting need to switch eShop to refunds. But there are seemingly some success stories. One thread that's blown up from the Pokemon subreddit recommends that other players give refunds get a refund while they can, as the owner apparently knows how serious the game issue is, which they, which they still responded by saying, or in the subreddit said that, and I quote, I got a refund from the eShop last night of Violet after feeling the game is not in a state I feel accepted for a AAA game release. The rep actually told me that they, that given the situation regarding the state of Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, she would evaluate my case to ensure the refund was approved. It was approved an hour later. The fact that the rep knew that the issues was was talking about means it's getting attention. This is one of the few things Nintendo slash Game Freak will be forced to be noticed. Separate players report via social media platforms as recommended giving a, ref a refund and a go. Some have even been advised to view the third-party reviews sites to learn more about Nintendo's titles in the future. And others don't seem to be having quite as much luck. Depending on your region, it seems that likely certain support teams are knocking back digitally, digital refunds requests. Here are the parts of the response on Twitter from from supposedly got the Nintendo contacts uh, center European team. We're sorry to hear that you're experiencing difficulties with, with Pokemon Violet. We know that, that this won't be the answer you were hoping for, but for a variety of reasons, we are unable to provide refunds for Nintendo eShop con content, pr content purchases. We tried to make sure that this was clear before the new transactions was made. Both the both the uh, argument, uh, both the agreement you accepted as well on the on-site, on-screen, just prior to the comp completing the transition. Read through the com the complete text to agreement for all the current systems. Here on the tunnel, if we enjoyed the, our time to um, to our, the plea the plea region, 
but cited the t tech issues as a setback. Digital Foundry also shared that the technical analysis video this week, noting that the how the games were technical failures and well below the tech standards set to, pre to previous entries. Despite all the technical issues, the new entries have already broken a number of records, becoming the highest selling game on any Nintendo platform. All right. In the first three days, shifting over at least, I'm not kidding, 10 million units worldwide. In Japan, the game has become the biggest ever launch for a game in, a, in the country. The Pokemon Company and Nintendo haven't provided any formal response to the performance problems players are counted, but with any luck, there's a, at least a small patch of fix on the way to improve the situation. If we hear any developments, we'll let you know. Um, I could agree that yes, there, there is a lot of glitches. I also play Violet as well. Um, so I can give you guys my opinion as well on the game so far performances. I've gone really, I've gone at least like fair enough into the game for the past few days. I was able to see experience on all the performance issues and all this stuff. Um, I agree it's been a glitchy, but I don't, I don't really see any major um, major glitches so far that, that kind of affect the game. I have a friend who, who was playing with, with, with Pokemon and his, his game suddenly crashed on him. I, I think he said it was the internet, but mostly it was just... Pokemon that was also was basically the main one that's crashing. I was like, what the hell? You, you you crashed in the middle of the game of Pokemon? That is insane. And I experienced a lot of stuff, for example, um I think the plants, if you get like a certain angle, you can see like the textures, you can see that you can go through the um you can see through the, the plants and it has all the coding within within the Within the game, within the game designs of those those plants, you could also have this interesting glitch where you you kind of look like you're taking a selfie, but then you kind of glitch out of the game surface. I've seen a lot of that as well. Um, there are times where I think I experienced one where I was riding one of my the Pokemon motorcycle and I jump off a cliff and I got stuck on that cliff. <laughs> And I couldn't get out, so I have to like at least I was able to see before I jumped off the cliff, and um, and I was able to return back where I was and not jump over there. That's one of the things I experienced. And the one thing I also also saw was that um, uh, this one I didn't see much. We were talking about this where um, I see I noticed that the. Um, that if you some if somehow you buy you, I bought like this particular hat and it and it kind of glitched through it because apparently it, it my hat turned invisible when I was when I got out of the the shop and I can't see it and I was like what the heck where's my hat I I put it on and I don't see it anymore I went through my uh, wardrobe and got back and then it suddenly appeared again I was like what the heck. My head disappeared. 
But yeah, there is now a lot of glitches in the game that's... It seems unbearable to be fixed and... And, um... People are having, like, rightfully to be angry about the situation. When you're dealing with the, with the Pokemon company, the largest brand... Nintendo has. And... I think there's also a bit of a problem where, um... Where... People are buying the game fast. Where you should, we should have just waited and seen the review so far. Like I understand it's a new generation of Pokemon, you want to get it so fast, but the performance issues is there's a lot, honestly. And this is very crowded. And there are also times where um, a few scenes where you see like people who are watching the stadium or people far away, you get at least two frames of animation. And is and is very glitchy. It's like they're walking very slow pace. It is buggy as heck. Like I remember, was uh, I think it was battling some battling one of the trainers, people in the stadium, or at least like a belt, well, at least of the bleachers. They were all of them were going like at least like three or four frames a second. Like what the hell is going on? It is so fucking slow. I understand that it's, it's a Nintendo Switch. It's not that very powerful. I understand that. But comparing it to like at least previous titles with that were on the Switch, there were like there were like good issues, but not that much that could like break, that could like um, make this game a bit more terrible to play with. Like what the heck? I know people complain that oh there's no dialogue again, there's no dialogue again, but at the same time, it's a Pokemon game. We don't really get that much. We don't get dialogue. We don't get like voice actors. What I'm trying to say is no voice actors. There's dialogue, but no voice added so far. Just only the Pokemon. Like, I like it how they go into the direction of with Arceus, making more open world, actually open world. Mechanic, and they're actually learning. At least they're learning. That's a good thing. At least they're learning. But at the same time, it's it's just... Eh, it's, it's just... Any of those glitches, it kind of bothers you a lot, honestly. And... And so stuff I don't want to deal with the situation. And um, aside from that, um, so far the story was the story seems interesting so far. We basically a kid in an academy, and do and also um, yet you know, there's only four formal um, uniforms you can only wear throughout the game. You can't change your shirt, your ties, your pants. None of that on the, on the main body. You can only the only thing you can only change and buy is just glasses, hat, gloves, and shoes, and also socks. That's it. You can only wear you can only wear like the formal school uniforms of four seasons, like winters, winter, spring, summer, fall. Just those main clothes. And that's it. Like ah, uh, I mean. They had to like stick with that stuff. A lot of the other previous titles where you had to, you know, change into cool clothes and whatever, make it your own style. This one seems like a bit more limited than ever. So you have to use your imagination a bit more to make it more unique. But you guys see people wearing like the same clothes, they copy your style, which they don't intentionally do. So that's gonna be a bit of a problem as well. Aside from that, um. The game looks okay, honestly. It's okay to to do it, and it kind of 
they kind of separate the story from the from the, the from the catching legendary to Pokemon to Pokemon battle or the championship to the main the new villains of the Pokemon. They made it to like separate story campaigns, so you had to pick like each one to do before you do the other. So it's a weird concept, and I don't know how what to feel, but I still like the feeling of you wanna. Um, you know, go after these guys while you're in the middle of the training. And it's really fun to do so, but this one feels like you have to like choose which one to do first and do that, honestly. And it's just, for me, it's just, eh. I don't know, it just feels weird to put it like that, but it's something new that they're waiting for the response of the players, what they think of this new direction of Pokemon, which for me it's okay, but there's a lot of things they need to fix and rework to make it a better Pokemon experience. I'm glad this place I heard takes place in Spain. Somewhere around the, the Spanish region. So I'm glad there's a lot of like Span like a lot of uh, Spanish languages and and uh, words I able to understand and able to like at least at least I know what they're saying. It, it feels interesting. I like this honestly what they put in the region and the language of dialogue to put it at least in the Pokemon game like it honestly it's it's good aside from that they made like some type of uh, credit card currency they added where you get to pay these like pokey points or life or lp points where you get from a system where apparently you either you either pay with cash or pay with credit so to speak so they added a credit card system or something like that it's 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 interesting it's an interesting way aside from that um this Pokemon game, I've played Violet, I haven't played Scarlet, but just playing Violet so far, we can afford. But yeah, Pokemon so far, it's okay, but again, it needs some issues and need some stuff to rework to make this like a better Pokemon game. And to have it at least be acceptably positive, because a lot of people are getting refunds. A lot of people are getting refunds so far, and I could tell Pokemon, I could tell Nintendo's taking notice of this situation so far with the new title. So we have to see because I heard they're releasing DLCs for Pokemon Home. So you can transfer your old Pokemon to the to to the uh, uh, to the game. So I'm waiting for that. But at least these try to release some type of update to fix those patches. So. That could be interesting. That could be interesting to have so far. Sorry for that. Um, yeah. I'm, hopefully Nintendo was able to respond and mostly game free to fix those patches so they could be at least well polished. Now, um, that's it for today's um, episode one. Um, there's so here's an update for the podcast for like I told mission in the beginning. So I'm. Um, so there's been a change because normally every year what I do is in December I usually take a break in the middle of December and just come back around January, like in the middle of January. Um, so this, so a change of plans. Bear with me here. Um, so I'm gonna be taking a break right after this episode. I'll come back in January because this year there's a lot of stuff happening on my family so far that we're. Apparently, um, they're all coming on Thanksgiving on my house, so there's gonna be family members that have to um, uh, 
deal with so far. It's going to be crowded within my house. So I won't be having any time to like fit up fit at least like an episode of a podcast, honestly. And I'll let you, and I'll probably we'll post like snippets of any major news so far. And I'll be really busy with like with the holidays so far. It'll be like an entire December that my entire family is going to come with different parts of the, of the states here. So I'll be spending more time with them a lot. So I'll be coming back around January. So that's the thing. I don't know when in January I might have like at least something will happen on January as well that kind of delayed the podcast. But I should be able to come back around January, like at least the middle or at least a bit of a late January. So don't worry about it. I'm still going to be there. So this is the last. So technically, this is the last episode of the year. So I'll be coming back next year around the middle of January, hopefully. So have a wonderful day. Um, Stay safe and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. No matter what you celebrate of the holidays so yeah happy holidays see you guys january and i'll be able to at least post at least again I, at least i gotta put like any snippets of any stuff that's coming up so that'll be like one of those podcast shorts so yeah so happy holidays and see you guys in january so please guys follow or subscribe to our podcast so have a good holiday everyone goodbye